Other tone, 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 tone. This is a true story. Dreptomaniacs uses dramatizations, primary sources, and the research of black historians to depict real events and historical figures. Today's episode stars John Legend, Pharrell Williams, and Roderick Morrow. Hello, I'm celebrated Negro whisperer Michael Harriet, and this is Draptomaniacs, the unshackled history of. Move aside, hey, it's your boy Roderick Morrow, podcast host, voice actor. TV writer and the real MVP of this podcast, Drapedomaniacs Unshackled History. I'm coming to you live from the Drapedomaniacs Season 1 rap party. I know what you're thinking. Who is this nigga? I know you used to hearing Mike open up the show like, I'm Michael Harriet, black academic raciologist, and today's story is about George Washington Carver inventing peanut butter starring Tika Sumter and Cornell West. First of all, George Washington Carver didn't invent peanut butter. And secondly, I don't sound like that, do I? See, that's what this episode is all about. It's the Rob Morrow Takeover, and it's time y'all got to meet the Drapetomaniacs behind this show. Hey, man, stop crowding me, okay? There's Taboo in the back. Why don't you go play that? Who are you again? What? Boy, if you don't sit down somewhere, everybody knows who I am. I wrote, like, half the episode. Rob Morrow. I'm in the closing show credits. Not ringing any bells. Are you sure you work here? Okay, okay. How about this? The Drake Maniacs Playhouse presents the most fantastic show ever put on by any establishment in the theater circuits for its esteemed patrons. Oh, that was you in the Charlie Case episode? I was about to call security. You need a name tag or something. Hey man, like, shouldn't you be on the dance floor teaching everybody the history of the electric slide or some shit? Oh, I see they just broke out the crown over by the Domino's table. Let me go break these fools off. Later, whatever your name is. Hey, did y'all know the first man to yell Domino's? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway, to everybody live on my IG right now, me and Mike, we just be playing like that, you know what I'm saying? That's how we get down. I'm always like, what's up, Mike? And he's all like, who are you again? It's just a little bit that we do, you know. But let's move on to some other people at this party. Uh, Oh, there's Janisha. Uh, let's skip over her for now. She's kind of mean. Uh, let's go back to my favorite subject, me. <laughs> so what do I do here? Well, everyone knows me for playing too much. Like any line in any episode about how this podcast you're listening to is a podcast. That was me. Like, think about this. I listen to this podcast. I also act on this podcast. And I write for this podcast. That means at some point, I'm going to be listening to me talk about this podcast on this podcast while I'm pretending to be live on Instagram. <laughs> That's like breaking a six wall. Has that even been done before? That's not nearly as funny as you think it is. And who let you in here? Oh, what a pleasant surprise. I was just telling my followers about you, Janisha. Y'all probably heard Janisha on the For Us, By Us episode a few weeks ago. She's our senior producer. What you doing over here? You on FaceTime? I'm on IG Live with all my fans showing them our rap party. I'm introducing them to all the people who make this show what it is. People like you. Say what's up to the people, Janisha. You only got five people in this live. Is it always this empty? Uh, it's early. They still filing in, okay? So you know what? Just maybe I should come back to you later. 
Nah, I like this now. I'm gonna follow you around the whole party. I need to make sure you represent us correctly. What's up, Rod's Instagram friends? Instagram! Stop putting heart emojis in the chat. Don't encourage her. She's a hater. Oh, I see you got six people in there now. That's because they heard I'm here. Oh my God. You know what? Let's stop by the space table and holler at Nolika. Hey, Nolika, we on live. I, 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 can you tell everybody what it is that you do here at Drape the Maniacs? I'm the executive producer and also the founder of Queer Media. And who are you? Who, who am I? No leak is, is me, fam, Rod. I'm drawing a blank. Do you work here or something? If so, we could use some more eyes at the bar because Michael is really going to town on those crowning coats. Mind your business, Nolika. It's crowning ginger ale, by the way. I knew an open bar was a mistake. But anyway, how can I help you, sir? Nolika, you play too much, girl. It's me, Rod. Roderick Morrow. You know I'm like one of the main writers and actors on the show. I was Booker T. Washington in the Bowley episode. You know, the Cowboys, remember this? Bowley? like the other Negro towns that have sprung up in other parts of the country, represents a dawning race consciousness, a wholesome desire to do something to make the race respected. Oh, that was you? Yeah, I kind of remember that. Well, what do you want? As you can see, I'm trying to learn spades here and no one seems to want to teach me. And they're never gonna teach you. The only way black people learn spades is by osmosis. But the people want to know all about the making of the show. And who better to tell them than you, our executive producer? It hasn't been easy. The podcast has survived tornadoes, floods, COVID, mental breakdowns, budget concerns, and equipment malfunctions. If I didn't believe it was possible, we wouldn't even have gotten this far. I'm here to help make dreams come true. Yo, that is true. If there's one thing I learned about you throughout this process is how much you believe in the team that you've assembled. You think we capable of anything, even the impossible. They are capable, Rod, and nothing is impossible. Just wait until we're doing Drapedomaniacs, the movie starring Denzel Washington, Nicole Bahari, and Laverne Cox. We'll all be laughing then. You got Denzel Washington money? Cause I'm gonna have to raise my rates. Oh, wow. You still here, Janisha? Are you gonna just follow me around the whole party just hating? I'm not just hating. I'm also making jokes at your expense. Wait, that's the same thing. Before we were interrupting Nolika, I was about to ask you what goes into the making of these episodes. We don't have a physical writer's room. We meet on Zoom and time zones are all over the place. We have people in Amsterdam, New York, the Netherlands, LA. Our music supervisor is in Kenya and sometimes she'll just have monkeys chilling in the background of her Zoom. She's not kidding. I've seen them. That's just how global our team is. While our show is about the perspective of Black American people first and foremost, we try to hold space for everyone in our production team. And that means everyone brings something different to the table. Different attitudes, different sexual orientations, different genders, different skin tones, and different nationalities. It's a constant refining of the process to make sure we get these stories just right. And we tackled some tough topics too. We have to find a way to convey these harrowing stories to our audience, but also do it with concern for our listeners. We don't want to traumatize anybody. That's why I wouldn't just call what I do here, quote unquote, hating Rod. This is serious work. And if we don't get it just right, it defeats the whole purpose. You know what? You're right. She's right, Instagram viewers. Mark this down because I'm giving Janisha her props on how well she does her job. That's why it's a good thing you're showing everyone the behind the scenes on the Instagram, Rod. Even though you only have 
Is that 12 people live? It's about as many people in that live that was at the last The Baby concert. Let's just make it an episode of the podcast so somebody can actually hear it. Fine, let's make it a podcast. Did you know the West African griot invented the first podcast back in 3500 BC? Of course, back then it was just oral history passed down via music and- Michael, are you drunk? That sounds like Dr. Umar's black history. Anyway, Nolika, you cool with me. I don't care what Janisha says about you behind your back. Now here you go. Why is he like this? He's your friend, right? Honestly, I don't even know anymore. Wow, I'm right here, y'all. We'll continue after this break. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. How does AI even work? Where does creativity come from? What's the secret to living longer? TED Radio Hour explores the biggest questions with some of the world's greatest thinkers. They will surprise, challenge, and even change you. Listen to NPR's TED Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Let's continue with this episode. You know what? Since he's already standing here, let's properly introduce my man, Michael Harriet. Tell him about yourself, dog. Hey, hey. I'm Michael Harriet, Black Twitter veteran, host of Draptomaniac's Unshackled History, and author of Black AF History, The Unwhitewashed Story of America, available wherever you get books. Okay, Michael, so you're not just a host. You also know everything about Black history, right? I wouldn't say everything. Like, I know George Washington had his teeth replaced with teeth from people he enslaved, but I can't tell you which tooth belonged to which enslaved person. So, not like everything. George Washington did what? I thought his teeth were made of wood. Oh no, that's a big misconception. There's also no way he chopped down a cherry tree as a kid. I mean, his family owned 137 people at the time. He wasn't doing any manual labor. And I know the names of all 137 of those people the Washingtons held in bondage. I'll list them right now for you in alphabetical order. Abraham Washington, sometimes referred to as Old Abe. He was a carpenter and had that nickname before Abraham Lincoln was even born. He had one of those Greg Oden faces. Michael, I think that's probably enough on Abe. Oh, oh, okay. So then the next is Barabbas Washington. He was originally from the Congo, but... We don't have time for you to list all 137 people, Michael. She's right. We don't have time for all this history today, Mike. I'm only on, like, page four of the script, and it's already off the rails. I have so many more people to introduce to the audience. Please leave. I better get paid the same for this as the other episodes. That's not up to me. That's up to Moses Shoyola, the person who pays for all this shit. Moses Shoyola is the president of Other Tone Productions. You know that sound you hear to start the show every week? Other Tone, 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 Tone. Yep, that's it. He says he knows Pharrell, but no one's ever confirmed that. Moses, if you're listening, I'm a huge fan. And there was a writer's strike. So if you want to throw a couple of dollars at your boy, I won't stop you. No, Lika, you really going to let Rod put this podcast out? I believe in him. Moving on. Let's go to this table over in the corner of the party with all these candles. Wait, candles? What? What is this? 
Is this a Beyonce shrine? Yo, it is. Well, I think we know who's praying to that. Our head writer, Silas Miami. Coolest name in podcasting. That's Silas Miami, not the city. Miami, one of a kind. Uh, it's still the coolest name in podcasting. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, mister. I am observing a quick moment of silence for my queen and savior, Beyonce Knowles Carter. But this is a party. It's loud as hell in here. I said silence. What? Look around, everybody. On mute. Okay. We may continue. Who are you? What the fuck? Is everyone pranking me? I'm Rod. Rod Morrow. Uh... Dearest Bella, my love for you is overflowing. I can't wait to reunite. Oh, Rod. Yes, I know you. Well, I am the head writer. I take the scripts and get them in shape for production. I advise people on how to fix any issues during the drafting process and... Right. You take my already perfect scripts and you make them perfecter. I think you mean more perfect, Rod. See, you're doing it right now. But also, what's up with all this Beyonce stuff? Whatever are you talking about, Rod? You know the shrine you're praying at right now? Everybody on my IG live can see it. The chat is filled with bee emojis. It's like you're part of the beehive. And you're the one who's been secretly filling every script with a hidden Beyonce reference. Oh, wow. Really, Rod? What could ever give you that idea? You sound like you're getting heated. <laughs> Are you trying to ring the alarm on me? Well, you won't break my soul because I'm a survivor. Okay, the live has, like, way too many people in it right now. I can't even see the screen. It's all bees. Is, is this your doing? I know you're in the hive, man. Just come clean. Wait. Is that an actual hive of bees over behind the shrine? I actually have to go tend to my bees. Just make sure you have this draft hand in by Thursday so I can take this entire part out. Okay? Oh, my God. He literally just transformed into a cloud of bees and disappeared. Uh, did, did anyone else see that? Yep, that was definitely Silas turning into a swarm of bees. That was some real Candyman shit. You know what? Let's just talk about you. So everyone, she's already been interrupting me the whole night. Give it up for Janisha. She's the one who keeps it real with all our bad ideas when Nolika can't. Some would consider Janisha our resident hater. Who? Who says I'm the resident hater? Name names. Oh, actually, you know what? No one says that. Forget I said that. That's what I thought. Did you just snatch my phone? Hey, y'all. I'm Janicia, also known as Jay from the podcast Tea with Queen and Jay, and my role here is senior producer. I help refine the show so that it's actually listenable and good. Jade. I'm sorry, Nolika, but someone has to tell the truth. If I do my job well, which I do, the listeners won't even see my work because my work is keeping bad ideas out of the show. You do keep us from going viral on Twitter in the bad way and getting canceled. And I can admit, some of my ideas could be a little over the top. You mean like the Tupac fetus? I saw where you were going with that. I will save that story for another day. Like nobody wants to hear you talk about how you're aware this is a podcast 50 times an episode. That whole breaking the fourth wall thing isn't as funny as you think. This ain't Rick and Morty, which would also feature a Tupac fetus. Okay, note taken. Is it though? I also just generally help the vibe of the show. 
sound design, character choices, and making sure that black women and femmes are properly represented in each episode. So we're carrying a lot on our shoulders doing a show like this, and we have to get it right. Nah, we couldn't do it without her. Don't tell us that. I heard you. You gonna get back to your little behind the scenes video? Oh my gosh, you really think she my boss, y'all? She kinda is. Wow, Nolika, not you too, not in front of the listeners. Well, let me just get on back to work, Master Janisha. That slave talking accent can be triggering for the audience. Now go to the next person. That's why we made Michael the host of the show. Made me? It was my idea. Actually, in 2020, just before the global pandemic, I mentioned the idea of a black history podcast to Pharrell Williams. I call him P because, you know, we down like that. He introduced me to his right-hand man, Moses Shoyola, and the rest is black history. Nigga, did you just black history explain your own podcast? Get out of here, Michael. Okay, so I have to talk to my fellow writer, Danielle Solomon, right now. She isn't physically at this party with us because she all the way in L.A., that West Coast. But I'm going to get her to join this IG Live real quick. Oh, she answered. Hey, beaming in all the way from the West Coast. West side. What's going on, my G? Oh, my God. Who are you and what do you want? It's Rod from Drake Tell Maniacs. We write together. You know, just forget. Uh, <clears throat> yo, hey, yo. It, it was, was January 8th in the middle of the night. And if a dog don't eat, then a dog gonna bite. Oh, that's you? I love that episode, but still, it really is the morning where I'm at. Do you know that I'm in LA? These meetings are at 7 a.m. I haven't even had my coffee yet. And why didn't you hit me up on Instagram? It's only like 20 people in this live. I guess you're not a morning person. I'm not a crack a dawn person. And why are y'all having a rap party at 10 in the morning? That's all they budgeted for. That's why I don't be having my camera on, because I don't want to be on camera with sleep crust in my eyes. Is this over yet? Can I go back to sleep? I mean, sure, if you want to kill the vibe. How would you like it if we did the meetings at midnight your time, huh? I bet you wouldn't have all your little jokes and impressions then, would you? I'm turning my notifications off in Slack and going back to bed. Oh, she hung up. <laughs> she played too much, y'all. She just, you know what, there's one more person I want to introduce y'all to, and that's Joanne. Hi, I'm the managing producer. And you are? I'm right. In the vaccine episode, I was like, when do the clinical trial start? Oh, I know you, the voice actor. You've bailed us out so many times when we had a celebrity drop out at the last minute. Finally, somebody's showing your boy some love. And as the people on the live can see right now, you're the only non-black person working on Drape the Maniacs. What is it like working with all these black folks from all over the globe? And be honest. It's been amazing. Just an excellent experience in every way. I'm so honored to be part of this process. It's been a breeze. That's Cap. What's Cap? Like a baseball hat? Cap. It's a slang term for when somebody is lying. Oh, so like when you said you write for the podcast. That's Cap. No, that was real. Hey, chat, I, I really write for this show, okay? <laughs> but it must be challenging sometimes to have all these people from a different culture writing something so specific for their culture, and then you got to try and organize all those people's work, right? Okay, Rod, I know what this is about. You can just say it. Fine, I will say it, Joanne. Why did you correct my spelling of Nintendo to Nintendo in my script? 
I thought it was a typo. I didn't know. Joanne, you didn't know old black people refer to any video game system as an Nintendo? Doesn't matter if it's a Sega Genesis, a PlayStation 5, or a DVD player. It's all Nintendos over here. How could you not know that? I don't know. I was just trying to help. But I've learned so much from this experience, like the definition of cap and faffle. How was I supposed to know the difference between fixing two and fitting two? You know what? That one still trips me up too. Okay, so Frank Rivers, a black man from New Orleans, invented the phrase fixing to in 1794 on his way to a craps game. Frank was an unusually tall man who had- Michael, no. How many of those crowns and cokes have you had, man? It's ginger ale, which, by the way, was one of the spices white colonizers were looking for when they, my bad, my bad. Oh, Negropedia Britannica ass. You're not my dad! Okay, so Joanne, I'm sure it's been quite the cultural shock for you. What else have you learned? Apparently, white people don't wash their legs. That was a new one for me too. They were dry snitching on their dry legs, making TikTok videos and shit. Yuck. Man, uh, did I forget anyone? Yo, why did the music just stop? Oh my God, Patricia. Patricia is our music supervisor. Let's head on over to the DJ booth and say what's up to Patricia. Who are you and how did you get in here? I'm the Honorable Judge Racism, and I say, I say, I say I'm presiding over this here trial of a finisher core. Rod, we cut that character. Oh, it's okay. I remember you now, Rod. I'm Patricia, the music supervisor for this podcast. DJ Patricia on the ones and twos. Did you bring your monkeys? Because you always posting those adorable face-ripping-off monkeys in the work slack. My monkeys don't bite. My monkeys are actually pretty chill and cute. You're probably thinking of American monkeys. I've heard there's some wild ones in Florida. Those are the face-ripping kind. You know what? Somehow, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, can you tell the people on the live what a music supervisor does? I help pick out the songs that bring the show to life. Songs that provide the mood for the words and the performances. The wrong song can ruin a whole episode. I hear that. No pun intended. That's why I get paid the big bucks, everybody. Uh, so, you just pick any song you want? No, 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 no. There's licensing fees and copyright laws, so I have to get creative. We might not be able to get the song that everyone wants, but we can get something like it from an artist you've never heard of. How does that work? Okay, so for example, if you wanted All Right by Kendrick Lamar, we can't afford that. But we can get OK by his little-known cousin, Kevin Lamar. <laughs> Someone put in a request for Crush on You by Lil' Kim. Oh, can we afford that? Oh, goodness, no. We were able to get You Cute by this artist named Lil' Kimani. <laughs> She's Kenyan. I found her selling mixtapes stuck in traffic in Nairobi. I'm just always on the hunt for music that has the right vibe, but the lowest cost. So that's why this party has dope songs, but also nothing I've ever heard before. Okay, I'm hopping off this IG Live now that there's only three people in here. Wow, really? Three people? Maybe they right. No one knows why I am. Y'all just gonna hop off the live before I can show y'all the other people who helped make the show? Y'all dipping? Okay, fine. Randolph Terrence, Taylor Jane Lamel, Dallas Rico. That's some of the other writers on the show. Uh, that's them over there playing dominoes. 
Marcelino Von Kalios and Tony Paulson are our audio engineers. And let me tell you, there's a lot of engineering that has to go on to make this shit happen. Couldn't be me. Sir, are you allowed to be in here? going to have to ask you to leave. Damn, brother, you kind of big, okay? You don't have to tower over me like that, all right? Yeah, and I am recording this live, so, you know, I'm not resisting. Anyway, let me dip before they arrest me for trespassing, okay? Hopefully, this all makes it to the podcast. And look at that. It did make it to the podcast. Wasn't that fun? Okay, so I have a treat coming up for y'all after this commercial. I secretly recorded all these motherfuckers during a table read of an episode. The episode never got to air, but I'm still going to play a snippet for you when we get back. You sure you don't need me to throw it to commercial? I got this, brother. Relax. Take a week off. Speaking of taking time off, did you know a sister named Nettie Watterson invented the vacation? In 1704, she decided to stop going to work. Oh my God. Chill, bro. We get it. You read the green book. We'll be right back. What if millions of black Americans had been compensated for slavery? Join me, Tremaine Lee, as I explore the untold story of one of the only black Americans who ever was. I talk to his descendants and discuss how reparations forever change their family's trajectory and imagine a reality where reparations are paid to the rest of black America. Into America presents Uncounted Millions, The Power of Reparations, a Black History Month series. New episodes drop Thursdays. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back into this episode. Okay, so, as promised, I have a clip from a feedback session I recorded without anyone's knowledge or consent using an old tape recorder I bought back in 1987. That's right, I'm old as hell, y'all, but this way you can get the real Drape the Man-Ass process for yourself without that white lady from Zoom snitching that everyone is being recorded. Nolika, did you say he could do this? I don't remember that, but there are a lot of things I'm handling at all times, so maybe? Sound good enough to me. May I continue? Go ahead, but know that I will shut this whole shit down if you make us look bad. I'm not letting a man get me canceled. I hear you, yeah, yeah. Now, before I was rudely interrupted again, I was telling y'all the context for this clip. So this is the feedback session after we did a table read for a rough draft of a script that I wrote about Madam C.J. Walker, who was... Okay, so Madam C.J. Walker was a black businesswoman and philanthropist who was born on an unseasonably warm December day in 1867. She was actually born with the name Sarah Breedlove, but later changed it because... You really own one today. Oh, so now we don't need any black history on the Black History Podcast? Why am I even here? That's what I'm saying. Why is you here? So anyways, everyone knows who she was. Rich black woman. So here's a little of the table read we did back in August. Keep in mind, this process wasn't as fleshed out as it is today. Okay, here we go. Let me play the clip. Uh, hmm. Damn. How do you play this thing? Oh, okay. Here we go. Sorry. Been a while. Okay, so that was an interesting script, Rod. Thank you for writing it. Let's go around and give feedback to Rod so we can see what the next steps will be. Rod, is there any feedback you're looking for specifically? Yes. I need feedback on everything. Like, who can we get to play Madam C.J. Walker? Was the epic space battle on her starship too much for the audience? Did the multiverse time travel storyline work for everyone? And why is Moses here with John Legend? 
Are they going to be on every Zoom call from now on or what? Moses is Pharaoh's right-hand man. They executive produced this podcast. And John Legend is John Legend. He just sort of shows up places. Okay, Michael, do you want to give feedback first? Sure. Uh, First of all, it's a very funny script. I don't know if it's historically accurate, though. Madam CJ never had a starship, so I don't think she was in any space battles. She was orphaned at the age of seven and only had three months of formal education. So this whole thing about her starting an HBCU on the moon feels like a reach. Oh, okay, okay. I thought we were just making stuff up, but I see you won't be all historically accurate and shit. Don't get defensive, Rod. It's a process. Let's go to Silas next. First of all, Rod, this is very funny. Very funny. (laughs) There's a lot of good stuff in here. I do have some questions, though. Okay, I have to pause it real quick. Silas is one of the nicest people at Drapedomaniacs. And this is his way of saying, the script is terrible. The entire time that everyone was talking, he was just scribbling shit in his little notepad. The writers call it the notepad of death because it's where all our scripts go to die. All right, back to the feedback. Writing the entire script in iambic pentameter was a choice. I think it could be made more conversational, you know? I don't think we need a space battle, but if we do, I think you need to explain why we jump from 1905 to the year 3007 in another galaxy. And using a curling iron as a lightsaber also seems like a stretch to me. She's Madam CJ Walker, but she's not Madam CJ Skywalker. Y'all really don't think it would be cool to hear lightsaber sounds on the podcast? I mean, that could be cool if this was a Star Wars podcast, which it is not. And the length, 35 pages? This is a podcast, not a chapter of Atlas Shrugged. That's pretty much my feedback. I like it a lot, but just, you know, rethink the entire thing from start to finish and have it back to us by Friday. Thank you, Silas. And that shouldn't be too hard to do, right, Rod? Oh, and one more thing. I think we should get Beyonce to play Madam C.J. Walker. You know what? We might be able to do that. Yeah, so obviously this shit didn't happen, but you see what I'm saying? You see how no leak could believe anything possible? Well, let's see how this played out. So Moses, do you think we can get Beyonce to play this role for us? No leak could. Absolutely not. Like, what do y'all think the budget for this podcast is going to be? Okay, so it doesn't sound like we can afford her rate, but John Legend is also on this call. John? Yes, Nolika? You're friends with Beyonce, right? Do you think you can get her to do the podcast a favor? (laughs) Oh, wait. You're serious? Hell no. I just want you to write a part for me in this script. I'm tired of waiting my turn. Black Hollywood is a tight-knit group, y'all, and everyone is talking about how they've already done the show. And yet, here I am, holding my awards in my hand, and you're asking me about Beyonce? Okay, let's put a pin in that. No disrespect was intended, John. We all know you're the goat. Wait, uh, John, what kind of part do you want to play? MLK, Jesus, the black man who invented rolling one leg of your sweatpants up to the knee in the late 90s. There has to be some role for the first black man to earn an EGOT. Come on. You're right, John, but that's not on me. I write a part for you in every episode, but somehow it never works out. I blame Silas. And that was the last we saw of John Legend or his Grammys. Okay, back to the recording. 
Okay, so let's talk about music for this episode. Patricia, any questions on your end? Well, I'd just like to know what you expect me to do with a music request this episode, Rod. I am so glad you asked. I'm thinking we use Duel of the Fates from Star Wars, the Phantom Menace for the space battle. And since we're getting Beyonce to play Madam CJ, we can make all the background music to tracks from Renaissance. Because you know that album has no skips. No skips. I just want to second this idea from Rod. Moses, what do you think? Can we budget for a license to use those songs? Moses? Yeah, I don't know if Pharrell's going to be down for all that. Does he look like he got Beyonce money for a podcast? Yes. Your man look like he's still 25 years old. He look like he's collected vast riches because he lived 500 years as a day-walking vampire, roaming the earth, making dope-ass beats, and fighting off Castlevania vampire hunters just on the side. Oh, no. You've seen way too much. I gotta go. Y'all keep grinding. Nolika, we'll talk later, okay? Did this dude just disappear in a puff of smoke? Nope. I don't mess with supernatural niggas. We should probably just get back to the episode. You know, now that I think about it, I've never actually seen Moses and Pharrell together. Does he really even know Pharrell? Danielle, any feedback? Yes. Do you know what time it is? I'm trying to pay attention, but the sun isn't even up here yet. If y'all like it, I love it. But I would love it a lot more at like noon Pacific time. Please go to the next person. Thank you, Danielle. We just appreciate you even doing this Zoom meeting while lying down in your bed. That just leaves Genesia's feedback. Yes. So I just think between not being able to get Beyonce, this whole time skipping space battle multiverse thing that Rod wrote and the music licensing, we should not do this. Okay, but what if we do it with Janelle Monae as Madam CJ? Mm, I feel like I'm not being heard. Also, there are like four pages of a monologue on why black capitalism isn't that bad. And why did everybody get AIDS in the third act? Oh, that was inspired by Tyler Perry. That's why I made all the bad black people dark skin too. Absolutely not. The only black man in the script is her dog ass husband. Okay, that part is real and it can stay, but I think we have to throw the whole script in the trash. Matter of fact, we shouldn't even do this episode. Interesting feedback. I think we can still get it done, though. Maybe we can have my kids play some of the roles. So Amsterdam has no child labor laws. It's a free-for-all over there. I'll stop it right there. As you can tell, we never put this episode out. I joke about her being a hater-in-chief, but Janisha probably saved us from getting canceled about seven ways a Sunday. We are the people who make this podcast. And it's a labor of love. And actually, you know, I'm not really good at this sincerity shit, so let me just bring in the actual host to close this shit out. Finally, we want to thank each of you who has taken the time to listen, share, and reach out to our podcast. Drapetomaniacs is a dream brought to fruition by the people you just heard on this episode. It is a labor of love, but it is still labor. The thing we're most proud of, however, is how a team of black creators of all genders, backgrounds, and geographies came together to center the stories and the lived experiences of Black people with thoughtfulness, intentionality, and care. Drapetomaniacs Unshackled History is a podcast made by Drapetomaniacs for Drapetomaniacs, and we hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed making it. And hopefully, we'll be back for season two. With Beyonce playing CJ Walker. Yes, dreams! I think we can get her to do it. And that's why a Dryptomaniac's job is never done. I'm Michael Harriet, and this has been Dryptomaniacs. 
Wait, where did everybody go? I thought Moses said this was a drapedomaniac's rap party. Oh, the rap party ended a while ago. Everybody went home. Wait a minute. Are you Pharrell Williams? Of course. Man, for 5,000 years, I'm traveling through time, collecting like crazy beats and rhythms and stories from black history, dreaming of the day that I would get to meet this guy, Rod Morrow, the guy who does all the funny voices on the podcast. He's talented. Oh, yeah. We kicked him out a while ago. No one knew who he was. We thought he was trespassing. So everybody went home. Damn, man, I guess it's too late. I was going to ask them, did they want to, like, listen to an idea that I have for a theme song? I mean, unless you want to hear it. You want to hear it? Wait, what? On the next episode of Drapetomaniac's Unshackled History... Ladies and gentlemen, the most anticipated matchup is Ida B. Wells versus Booker T. Washington. Uh, There once was a lady named Ida who made people think she's a fighter. She's always complaining. I ain't saying Mr. Washington's on the white man's team, but he obviously believes that whiteness is supreme. We learn about the journalist, anti-lynching crusader, and battle rapper Ida B. Wells. Drapetomaniacs is a collaboration between Other Tone, Sony Music Entertainment, and Queer Media. This podcast is produced by Nolika Radway and Moses Shoyola, with senior producer Janicia Francis, managing producer Joanne DeLuna, production coordinator Homero Radway, and production assistant Jillian Roberts Atkinson. Executive producers for the show are Pharrell Williams and Scott Venner. Our writing team includes Roderick Morrow, Danielle Solomon, Dallas Rico, Taylor Lamel, and Randolph Terrence Sturdivant. Special thanks to voice actors Charles Judah, Blue Radway, and Homero Radway. Our sound engineer is Marcelino Van Calias. Our fact checker is LaPortia Thomas. Music supervisor is Patricia Wangeshi Kihoro. The theme song is Freedom by Pharrell Williams. This episode featured Pharrell Williams and John Legend as themselves. Read more by Michael Harriet at thegrio.com. We are from Eton, the electric one, just to shock you, see.